37 bars closed so some trivial stuff remember when i was telling you how the podcast studio electronic gear had frozen up upstairs in the crow's nest and it was so cold and it wouldn't start back up and we got it warmed up and then it always had this problem where you know it kind of task cam remember my task cam unit where it wouldn't reboot after it would go to sleep so you'd have to kind of unplug it and plug it and unplug it and plug it and that was kind of in the beginning when I was really going through that again, going, ugh, what if this doesn't happen? It's daily. Anyway, long story short, after going through this enough times, moving around, getting to different places, I now have learned that if you just unplug it and count to 10 and plug it back in, it pops back up and it's alive. I'm not trying to make any parallels necessarily, but it is kind of ludicrous that I could have gone through months of sitting here, plugging and unplugging, plugging and unplugging, doing it faster, doing it slower. There was no rhyme or reason for why I was doing what I was doing, and there, the result was random every time, and I was willing to accept the random result, even knowing that there had to be something more <laughs> to it, right? That there had to be a better answer on how to get this thing resolved, or at least the technique. And so now the technique is real. We have scratched through the surface of it, and now we know, yes, unplug it for 10 minutes or 10 seconds, and then plug it back in, and bam, it's back up again. So that's an interesting new one. The elbow has been deep at work at water today. I'm happy to report that. And oddly enough, you know, I mean, you think about it, 36 days I went from probably choosing alcohol more than not and heavy pouring and drinking on that. And so my elbow is moving to drinking heavily on alcohol. Then I transitioned and I started, I changed my excess over to drinking much more coffee. So then I'm realizing that and I recognize it. But now I'm drinking tons of water, multiple bottles of water and you think about it, and I remember even for myself, there are, there are many individuals, and myself included, where you could spend years saying, oh, I need to drink more water. I need to drink more water. And then you don't. You keep saying it, and you don't, and you don't make a habit of it, or you try it, maybe make it through a week, and then it sits there in your car, and doesn't go into the office with you, and you just don't drink water, and it doesn't happen. So that one's kind of cool, major change of habit from, okay, I now can excessively drink water. <laughs> That's my new habit. So a new habit has been developed here. I am finding I'm having the urges, you know, kind of like the dating urges that I mentioned before, where you want to cuddle, you want to make love, you want to make out, but you don't want to go date to find someone to do it. So it's like, I don't want to go drink, but I do. I would love to snuggle up right now with a nice warm drink in the deep of winter after a hard year's worth of work. And in many cases, kind of settle in and say goodnight to sobriety so that's hasn't gone away in 36 days maybe it never will and in some cases right now it's stronger than ever you know it has me thinking about things like if and when and how i do decide to start drinking again like what are those rules like you know if i can go home now and i can now give myself the luxury of a good night's home watering hole moment but if i give it three nights in a row does that mean that i have to be mindful of that. And now that that's becoming another excessive behavior, that now three to nights in of doing this kind of same thing, it's been awesome, but it can't be a routine. Do I quit for a week? I mean, I know it seems like you have to overanalyze it, but we have to kind of create these boundaries for ourselves. Maybe if I do it once a week, then I can always give myself permission to do it one more time. I don't know. It's asking me to design my own set of ground rules around drinking when and if and how I decide to do it again. You know, I was thinking about 
like like I'd mentioned before too, if I was with an alcoholic partner or something and they required me to not drink or, or they just would have preferred it or I wanted to do it out of love because they'd made such a commitment to not drink knowing that it just wasn't good for them. It'd be easy for me to now say, yeah, I'm not going to drink because I support us in this relationship and if I'm going to drink, I'm going to do it while I'm on business trip with some friends or I'm going to do it on a camping trip or whatever, but I don't need to do it at home anymore. So that's cool to kind of come to terms with your own sense of how important is this to me, you know, and could I give it up for the right reasons? And if I don't have to give it up for any reasons, how do I design it moving forward to where I make sure I don't let it get unyieldy ever again? And if I do, I give it permission to be unyieldy and I know how to rein it right back. So that's some cool thoughts. I've also been thinking a lot about kind of like self-image. I'm not going to go much into it tonight, but I think it's just so fascinating how we look at ourselves and then how other people perceive us. I just think there's, you know, I talk a lot about this inner voices that are going on and how I see myself in this duality of, of myself, but I'm starting to become even a little bit more present around some of the ways that I see myself and how that is so disparate and not in alignment with how others receive me or experience me as well and really more in my favor <laughs> it's by my own insecurities and my own self-doubt and my own criticism but i think that's what makes it relatable and probably true for many and so when you actually start to take again inventory on how people perceive you and let's just say you look at the pros and then you bring that back and compare those pros to the pros that you perceive yourself as in most cases you're often probably looking at yourself in some ways less than how others are looking at you. And I think there's a missed opportunity there because we could really live into our best selves and as others see us in our best and admire us for the ways that they do. I mean, wouldn't it be nice to just know that that exists and not be continually trying to reaffirm that, but yet, I mean, reaffirm it for your own self sensibility, but to actually reaffirm it through action because that's, that's how people see you and that's how you see you and it's all just right there, authentic and something you, you can live into. All right. I guess that's all I got. Day 36. Still sober. Thanks for being here and helping me. Appreciate you guys. Bye.